stiff arm to crack. <laughs> Great good match right there. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one. Just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, we're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition, the 22nd edition of Blue It Splits. Um, today we're going to be doing, tw- or I'm going to be doing 24 plays of Bryce Huff. Um, the next show that we're going to be doing is the top 25 player uh, players on the Jets roster, which we've been doing, or I've been doing for about uh, four or five years now. So um, if you are a dedicated listener to the show and you keep up with the show um, and you're going to listen to this before the next show comes out, then uh, if you want to make the list and see how it compares, make the list. I know some people are still probably pretty bored right now with um, how everything is going in terms of the uh, COVID re-spike, um, the second wave, as they call it or whatever. So um, do that. And then after that show, we're going to be doing Desir and then most likely Cager Fant. And then we'll do like a 55-man roster prediction or 53-man roster prediction, whatever the hell it is. Maybe a call-in show. Um, I think we're, do, we're going to be doing like a round table with myself, Nania, and uh, Savo from, from Jets X Factor, um, which the shirt, if you can see it right there, um, pretty solid. So, like I said, we're going to get to him. And then after after Fant, Desir, and uh, Cager, we're going to – I'm going to try to get out Van Roten, Peanut, Quincy Wilson, Gore, Flacco, Campbell – uh, Jackson, Gidry, I don't think those are all going to happen. Probably after uh, Cager for the undrafted guys, I might can it because I really don't think any of those guys are going to make a huge impact. And if they start making an impact, maybe I'll do it during the summer. But we just got too much too much content to get out um, in terms of the free agents I've already done, like Fantasy or Van Roten, and at least Peanut. Those guys need to get done because the film's already done. Uh, then we'll see if we can get to Quincy Wilson, Gore Flacco. It all depends on uh, time permitting how busy I am, et cetera. So like I said, 24 plays of Bryce Huff, a, um, in my opinion, a pretty, he's a, he's an undrafted gem um, for the Jets. I think if he was drafted in the fourth or fifth round, I don't think I would have batted an eye at it. Um, I think that there was, there was some reason, but he couldn't go to like a pro day or whatever it was. I know I think something to do with COVID where he couldn't test. Um, so that obviously hurt him, whether it be, whether it be the pro day with the COVID or him being having an injury during the off season, couldn't, run of the combine there was there was something that was a little bit off with that so um that hurt his chances of getting drafted obviously and he fell um you know to be an undrafted free agent the Jets picked him up I'm looking at his film I'm definitely pretty impressed I don't think he's going to be a every down starter for the Jets year one maybe even year two maybe year three maybe ever but I think that he could be a guy who could contribute from a wide alignment and uh, rush with speed off of the edges first year. So maybe he gets five, six, seven snaps a game, you know, if, if he could step up uh, the, maybe the first couple of games, he's inactive. Maybe he's on the practice squad. We don't really know, but I think he has a, the best chance of all the undrafted guys uh, to make an impact for the Jets. So um, getting into his measurables, um, 6'3", 255. I think he's built pretty well in terms of his 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 thick trunk like his legs i'm gonna show you how thick they are you can kind of just notice it um the one big concern which i'll talk about in his weaknesses that he is that he has a 31 and three-fourth inch arms which is really really short um we always talk about you know the the the, the few things a few traits you really need for an edge rusher and uh, with length length being one of them um, he doesn't have that length but i will give him the the burst and the bend part the burst yeah, the burst, the bend, you should talk burst, bends, uh, strength, technique, length. I think he has a strength. I, I think he hasn't fully activated it yet, but getting into his strengths and weaknesses, um, burst offline to bend, top end speed, really effective double swipe into rip move, um, speeded power capabilities, speed power combo is good for 255 pounds, um, high motor, tight spin move, power through bend, speed to power, uh, angles show promise, Reduces body uh, body versus punches of O-lineman. Thick trunk, like I said. Ability to read or, or ability to play some man zone coverage. Uh, short area explosion. And the weaknesses. Uh, processor can be lacking. Needs to use hands more. Um, needs to develop counters. Reps of being laid off snap. Struggles to stack shed in the run game. Short arms at, like I said, 34 and 3 fourth inches. 
needs to hold the ground more in run game, gets caught in chest too often, needs to add diversity to pass rush repertoire, want to see more power in hands, need to be more accurate with hands, um, played at smaller school, limited to pass rush specialist at first, tackle radius, and gets stuck versus zone read plays. I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of these plays that I'm going to put up are pretty positive of him. Um, the one thing that I don't have necessarily issue with doing, but I don't think people are going to like to see is where corner receiver doing something bad. It's a lot more, not necessarily exciting, but it's a lot more dramatic. So it really stands out more where it's a little bit more entertaining for people to watch. Whereas, with the rushers, I think it get a little bit boring. You're like, oh, you got caught in the chest here. Okay, next rep. Oh, well, this this rush, he should have set up his angle well. So there were some plays I kind of took out where I was like, ah, you know, this is going to be a waste of time. But those weaknesses that I did say, are they definitely do show up for sure. Um, so while we're going through this review, while it will be pretty positive, I do want to point out that there, um, he's not a first, second, th- third, maybe even fourth-round talent. Even though if he's drafting the fourth, I wouldn't, like I said, bat an eye. But – I think he's like a fifth, fifth or late fourth type guy um, that they got lucky to get. So, like I said, for a guy who I think should have been a fifth round pick, let's say, um, to come in and play, you know, five six snaps a game, maybe on third and longs, et cetera, um, out from that, you know, that 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 loose five, the wide nine, whatever um, it is, in whatever scenario Greg Williams is sending him, uh, I think he can do that. So. Uh, one of the positives I actually didn't even mention that he, he did play some interior uh, defensive line for um, Memphis. It was very little, though, from my understanding of or from my knowledge of going back. Um, but there was some times he was like, he was either um, a four, four I, uh, I'm not sure how many reps of three, um, et cetera, he had. But he did play a little bit inside the tackles as well. So he does have the strength. Um, and off of the edge right here, we're just going to run, run through this. This is going to be uh, hopefully like a 45-minute show. i got some things to do. But um, swipe rip, you're going to see a lot of the swipe rip, uh, rip in, this, in, this, um, in this review. And it's going to be a lot of the same stuff, um, which is why I think he needs to, to add his, um, to, to his skill set. So good burst off the line. You can obviously see how much ground he covers before um, the rest of his line even pushes really into the backfield, which looks like they're reading a little bit more than, than they're reacting. But – I mean, reading and reacting. Um, the one thing I do like about him is you can see how he's taking a shorter stride. His first couple steps, shorter stride, shorter stride, shorter stride here. And then once those hands shoot, he takes a really big step. So he's trying to keep his guy inside. And then on that last step, he's trying to he's going to try to swipe the hands away. This isn't the best example of that. There are some examples where you could see him freeze the feet a little bit more because of the shorter strides, but Shorter strides as he reads the guy. You can see he's coming out like an altered, an altered pace. His shoulders aren't down. He's kind of he's more of reading what the tackle's gonna do. The tackle shoots as he's opened up. You see it written. Remember how I always say, like, you know, when your momentum when the tackle's momentum's going backwards or back this way, where you can follow, follow on mouse and he's trying to shoot his hands the full powers on into it. So it's gonna be pretty easy to defeat the hands, which it is in this scenario. Defeats the hands. Large step through with the right foot right there to cover ground. You see right there the, the 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 hop off of that left foot to cover ground. So like I said, this is the better example of the steps. So he's really hopping through this through this um, double swipe because he wants to clear this guy. So you don't want you don't want to you don't want to swipe, take a small step, and then he's able to 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 refit to shoot again. You want to swipe and take a large leap um, up that up that arc. You know, in this at least in this scenario, because you're trying to cover him. Um, or you're trying to get past him, you know, vertically, so you can so you can corner and make it a softer edge for yourself. So that's why he takes that big step right there, throws the rip. Um, obviously, the quarterback gets rid of the ball, but um, good rush from him at least right there. Let me just see, we have three swipe rips in a row. So bottom again. Oops, sorry. Okay, so. It's, again, it's a pretty similar scenario. Um, he comes off the ball a little bit late here. But, again, shorter strides, one step, two step. And it's usually on his third step, he's going he's, he's gonna to stab inside a little bit and then take a – oh, well, this one's a little bit different, actually, so sorry to me. One, two. Looks like it's a little bit of a stab right here. Stab. Then he's going to lunge off of that left foot. Big step with the right. 
gets past him vertically, bends. So again, he he short he shortens his stride. So when he's coming into contact with those hands, he can explode off of that foot that he's gonna that he's gonna throw that swipe with, explode off of that foot to cover a lot of ground, um, to work through that swipe into that rip. So um, solid technique in terms of how he does this. Like I said, you can see he's he's, he's not he's more of reading and reacting um, in terms of the, 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 the right tackle who again opens his hips up and doesn't look like the best guy. You can see his hands come wide and he's really not on balance, but um, double swipe again, lunge off that left foot, step through big step with the right to corner throws the rip. Now he comes at a flat angle. The only thing I would criticize here would be with the quarterback being at such a, um, you know, at so far in de- uh, depth where he's like ten yards behind the line of scrimmage. You're gonna want to take a little bit of a of an angle more to behind him to force him to step up into more pressure, um, than if you're gonna take a flatter angle and he's gonna be able to scramble, um, underneath of you. So the only thing I would criticize would say to get a little bit a little bit um, deeper before he starts to flatten out because he does, he, the quarterback is able to, to get around him. Um, he does get sat, uh, he doesn't get sacked. Sorry. Does he, this is definitely a throw out of bounds. Yeah. So that's the only criticism, but um, good job with the swipe rip again. It's, it's his primary move. Um, again, he does need to diversify that skill set though um, because guys in the NFL, if you're just going to let them sit on that, on that swipe rip, um, it's going to get shut down all day. You need to, you need to add speed to power. You need to add inside, um, cross face chops. You need to add um, spin moves. You need to add hump moves. You need to add a lot of things to, to your repertoire in the NFL to be um, a successful run, uh, rusher. So, so he's on the top of the screen right here, Edge. He's typically four point three point stance. You don't really see him standing up too much, so he definitely is more comfortable with his hand in the dirt. Um, at least from what I watched. Obviously, he's coming off the snap here. Looks like he's going to read run. Um, he doesn't see that run. Now he's now he's going to read the left tackle. The left tackle is. He's in a contact window, but his feet are kind of froze. His feet are kind of frozen right here, and he kind of stalls, and his hands aren't super aggressive. Um, Huff does a good job. Stab inside right there with the left. You see, kind of foot fires right here. Stab inside with the left. His hands come up. He's ready for his hands. Swipes the hands. Again. Steps through with the left this time because now he's on now he's going against the left tackle. Last time it was the right versus the right tackle. Steps through with the left, throws the nice tight rip, gets around the corner. Um, obviously the you know the quarterback is able to scramble, but um, good rush by Huff. We'll show it in full speed too, so you can appreciate it a little bit more. But good job um, with that with that stab inside with a double swipe into the rip. Again, it's really really popular move um, in in his repertoire. So. Bottom speed to power. This is what I want to see more um, from his game is is the speed to power, um, because once you get once you get guys opening up a little bit more to the outside, they're expecting that swipe rip whatever, um, and they're going to open up their chest and they're going to panic a little bit because of your speed. When they're going to panic because of your speed, they're going to be off balance. Like I said, working backwards. So you want to be able to really flip and transition your hips um, inside to a harder angle and right directly through that through that tackle if they're going to panic because of your speed which is why that speed and burst is so important with that power combination because if you have speed and power um, it, it can make it really hard for a, a tackle even if your moves necessarily aren't the greatest because just that speed is going to be a little bit scary for them again a little bit off a little bit late off the snap right here so there are times he's a little a little bit late but good burst One, two. So it, it seems like he's he when he's when he's looking at this right ta- this left tackle, the left tackle is oversetting a little bit. You see, he's getting a little bit too too much depth, and he's a little bit top heavy. So now he's not going to be able to get inside. Um, Huff recognizes this, flips his flips his hips to get inside. I'm not sure exactly where the hands land right here. It's not the best uh, quality, obviously. So I'm not necessarily sure where his hands land, but. He's able to get his hands on eventually, at least extend. So again, you have the tackle who's working at a, if you're following the mouse, working at an angle um, and panicking a little bit, a little bit top heavy to get, to get depth um, along the arc. 
you're gonna have Huff who attacks the inside the the inside of him because of the, the tackle you know trying to get it to the so hard to the outside and then once he's working to get inside now he has to defeat the hands of the of the left tackle because you know this is this is the the left tackle's um kind of his shot at recovery Huff gets his hands inside extension right to the quarterback um he gets the quarterback hit but the quarterback does get rid of the ball um for the first down again I'm about the process he, he got there um the quarterback if if you had to hold it for an extra second it's it's going to be a uh going to be a sack or at least a bigger quarterback hit or forced fumble or whatever it might have been all right so he's bottom edge He's obviously before this play, it, even a snap. He he's gonna, they're they're running like a wildcat right here with the direct snap to the running back. So he's gonna crash hard downhill because he has this overhang right here, um, just in case this was to bounce, this was to bounce outside. So, crashes hard downhill. He's gonna he's gonna take on that tight end. The one thing I like about this is you could see and and people smart guys will do this in the in, the, in these type of scenarios is. You don't want to just lower your shoulder and take shoulder to shoulder. You want to stick your forearm out first, and your forearm acts as a shock absorber. It absorbs the shock from the from the tight from the tight end, um, and then that whole arm sticking on that on that force, and which still allows your shoulder and your whole body to really push them. Where if you take on them with your shoulder, then your body's acting the shock, shock absorber, so you're going to generate less power. So you want that arm that's not really attached in any any type of of real well it is attached to your body in a real way but in terms of force generated by by your your core of your body through your trunk it's your arm is not necessarily um if that takes on the power it's going to be less uh, transitioned into your into your your core of your body um if that makes sense but it, it does i don't know if i'm explaining it the best so good job sticking his forearm out there playing with good leverage gets underneath of him Literally, he he extends, gets underneath him, and he's the the tight end right now is off of his feet. Lifts him off of his feet, crashes down hard. The running back has to change angles because of it. The tight the tight end is you know obviously getting getting crashed down the line of scrimmage. Running back has to cut the angle. Huff gets in on the tackle. So good power right there, good leverage, good job throwing that shock absorber out there, um, crashing downhill hard. Again, he has. He has power, that's for sure. Um, I like to see him use a little bit more than he does, like I said, in, in the in the weaknesses, um, where I feel that he might rely on his speed a little bit too much around the edge. I, I would like to see him, again, diversify what he's doing. Okay, so I'll just play this again at full speed. You can see he's right here. Um, so this is an example of him being a three. It looks like he's a three. Um, four, I, I would say he's a three right here, it looks so. Again, this is like scenarios that they're going to use uh, Zuniga. Um, Zuniga has a little bit more power than Huff, where in situations like this where you're going to shoot a gap and you're going to um, pressure hard through a gap, then yeah, fine, do it. You don't necessarily want Zuniga or Huff like two gapping in these scenarios. But um, he's going to shoot the the B gap, and I'm assuming somebody's going to fill that that edge. Yeah, so you have you have these two guys. So he's gonna crash hard inside. This linebacker is gonna fill off of the edge. So he was instructed to do this. Um, unless there's a light adjustment, works upfield but laterally a little bit. Re you can see him ducking that shoulder a little bit to re to reduce that that uh to reduce that contact for that the the uh, the contact window not the contact window. Um, I always say it. I'm blanking out on words right now. I'm like I'm work has been. A little bit brutal, but um, so I'm a little bit gassed. But that contact surface—that's that's what I'm saying. Like the contact surface for the for the tight end, or sorry, for the right tackle to um, shoot into his body. So I like the dip of that of that left shoulder, that little turn of it, turn of the of the trunk again, because if he's going to be shooting from from your left side, turning your shoulders, obviously now you're not giving him your chest. It's, it's as simple as that, but it's a little, the little innate feels instincts that, that really make a difference in some of these plays. So I like the turn of the shoulder powers through the left arm, finds the running back, makes a tackle explosive. He, he's definitely explosive. That is for sure. That's, that's not the question. You could, you could see how explosive he is right there. That's again, which why I think the, the jets might put him on an Island um, at time as a wide nine. 
uh, versus the, the tackle and see if you can win on these third and long situations or um, even to work interior stunts, something like that, just pulling out a tackle of, of, of that stunt um, can help in certain scenarios with blitzes and cross dogs and pirate stunts and whatever stunt you're looking to do. So um, power through bend looks like he's going to be the top. Yeah. So I talk about like power through bend. Okay. So, Again, he's he's coming up a little bit high after the snap. Uh, again, I don't know how he's taught if he's taught to read past the run first. So at this point, he's going to see if they're if the if the running back comes to the mesh point, takes the ball, um, then he'll transition to run defense, maybe stack. So again, if this is how he's taught to read run first, fine. If not, then I want to see him get his shoulders down. But again, to be fair, you, I want to throw those things into there. The tackle opens up. Leans a little bit, shoots two hands. Again, shooting two hands locks your hips. Huff does a good job. Again, with that, with that, with that contact surface area, ducking his shoulder. Now instead of hitting him, you know, in the front of the shoulder, front of the, you know, the the outer pec or the or the inner pec actually, or the 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 inner pec, but the outer part of the inner pec. Um, instead of him hitting that, Huff has a good a good timing of dipping that shoulder. Now the hands are on the back. So you see that little punch through right there? That's all it is, is that little, that little punch through is now turning that shoulder. So good job punching through right there, um, getting those hands on the back instead of the front. Throws the rip eventually right here. You can see the rip is in. And then this is where you see some of that, that, that power. See, the, the, guy is on, the guy is on him, and he's not getting pushed far up the arc. Like the, well, he's not, the, the left tackle's on him, great. But he is on him. So if you're not strong in here, they're just going to push you up the arc past the quarterback. The quarterback's going to step up, but he has that power through that bend where he's going to throw that rip and he's able to, to, to flatten out even with the guy on his back and forces a fumble right here. Let's see. Yeah, quarterback isn't coming forward yet. Forces the fumble. Um, the ball gets out, of, it, it gets out of bounds, though nobody recovers it. So good power through bend. Again, good punch through that shoulder for sure. Um, play eight. First bend rip. He's in the bottom, looks like. Yeah, so he gets the hold. He gets the holding right here. Again, you can kind of just tell, like if you're looking at him, you can see the shorter arms, but he has a really like thick, like thick thigh. He's like a thick, like you know, I don't want to. He's a thick trunk. Let's just call it, which is good. You know, he has power in it. And he shows he has power in it. So um, I think his frame is pretty much maxed out. Like I don't think he's gonna get much bigger. Maybe he loses a little bit, a little bit weight of weight just to get a little bit more speed instead of two fifty five. Maybe he plays at two forty five because the Jets just want him to be a speed rusher off the edge on passing situations because two fifty five. Um, obviously, you can rush from that, but if you are just gonna focus on his speed, then do it. Fine. Again, shorter strides coming off, short stride, short stride. So this is what he does a lot too. Okay, so he's going to go short, short, stab inside. You see that stab inside? Right here with the right head fake. The tackle does not do a good job of anything right here. He just – I don't know if it's the stab inside that freezes the feet. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say it's that, that – that, the stab inside that freezes the feet. This is not a good tackle to be honest. Stab inside, prepare for the hands, ducks them, again, reducing that, that, that uh, contact area, rips, and forces the hold right here. Quarterback scrambles. Solid scramble for the quarterback. Nine, recognition. Oh, I like, I like this play a lot. Okay, I remember this one. He's coming off the bottom edge. They're going to run to reverse um, SMU. So handoff to the left. Looks like it almost might be a, a, a read option, but it does, it's not really that. Turns into a reverse. You could see that uh, uh, Huff comes off of the ball, squeezes down a little bit, sees that the running back has the ball, and then he notices this receiver working back right here pretty early. He's going to literally push himself off of the right tackle to propel himself to get depth. See that? So eyes on the running back, or eyes, it looks like they're on the quarterback. Now the running back sees the receiver coming back. This, is all, this all happens in a split second. Pushes off of that, that, that guy to get depth. 
works right to the near shoulder. Um, the receiver is able to to break the tackle and throw the ball away. But um, really good play for if you're going to take a look at him again in full speed. You appreciate it maybe a little bit more. Um, but really, really good job right there. Good recognition and and eyes um, to force that throw away. So I really, really like that play from from Huff uh, for sure. Ten locked up. All right. So again. Some of these, some of these plays. Oops, sorry, can be a little bit boring with the, uh, you know, edge rushers getting locked up. But there's a little bit too much of this in his game. If you're watching at the top right here, sometimes sometimes he doesn't really have the best plan. Now, it doesn't look like a typical play where he's going to to read the run. He's kind of getting into the guy right away. So if he was trying to stack him, then okay, maybe, but you'd like to see him have a little bit more balance here while stacking a little more power in the hands. You can see there's not really a lot of power generated through those hands. The tackle's able to get his hands on him. He's not able to defeat the hands. He's not really able to do anything. So they, they, they run another another reverse into like a, a quarterback throw, flea flicker, whatever the hell you want to call this. And Huff is never able to, to break this, this guy's hands. So there's some times where he kind of just leans in, leads into contact and gets, and gets locked up. Again, shorter arms um it's it's tough there there are some guys who have been successful at at the nfl level in terms of having shorter arms and being a good rusher um two that come to mind in recent history is one melvin ingram who's still a really good rusher has pretty short arms i believe and then terrell Suggs has pretty short arms but um you really need to sit up your your yourself well because that just that extra inch you know think about think about two different two inches from from reaching out fully um to a tackle, you know, having those two inch shorter arms, you really got to set up your hands well um, to get into that, that tackle's chest before they're able to contact you. So it's definitely, it, it's, it matters a lot for rushers. I mean, it matters a lot for tackles, offensive linemen in general, but specifically tackle. Um, so it is a weakness. The, the short arms are a weakness. Again, bottom of the screen. Comes off the ball, pretty short strides. One, two, three, four. Sees the tackle to shoot his hands. I, this is like, I like the upper body, the, 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 the hands connected to the feet right here. Where step with the left, swipe, lunge. You see Donald do this stuff a lot. And listen, he is no way Donald, but Donald loves these, like, these, these jump, swipe, rip type moves. So shorter strides, he knows about to come into contact with the hands. And again, short stride to that left. Swipe, big step through. See what I'm saying with the shorter strides into that step through? Short, short, lunge, swipe, cover a lot of ground, get past them vertically, clear your hips. He's going to throw the rip. Again, good bend. Good job cornering right there. Quarterback again um, scrambles and uh, delivers the ball. It's not a it's not a completion, but good job by Huff there again. Huff speed. All right, so it looks like he's to the bottom, um, and we're supposed full speed at first to show the speed. Yeah. All right. So good burst up the arc. Again, similar play, lunges off of the left, big step through with the right, double swipe, steps through to, to clear his hips, throws the rip to bend, right into the quarterback's face. Now, something I did notice with his hands, specifically in this play, it's really it's a lot easier to see, is that he doesn't always have the best accuracy with his hands. So you can see the good burst off the ball right here. You see him getting ready for the hands. But he completely misses. There's there in the NFL this type of play, this play right here. He would have got caught in the chest, and the left hand would have came to the hip most likely, and he would have got wrenched back inside, and and the rush was shut down. To be completely honest, but he gets the benefit of playing uh, SMU here, so he does have potential for sure. I'm already saying I like him, um, but you you want to see more accuracy with the hands right here. Doesn't even matter because they're not necessarily strong hands. Gets through, throws the rip right into the quarterback's face. And we'll, we'll, show, we'll show this this, this uh, side in, in full speed. Well, this isn't full speed. It looks like it's slowed down a little bit, but 
you're gonna see the quarterback absolutely just take a shower here. That's the oh shit face. <laughs> Gets absolutely drilled. Um, good job by Huff. Halfway through, thirteen. Huff pull. Okay, so he's at the topper here. I I remember this. I believe. Again, so coming off the ball at an altered at an altered pace, he's not coming off. He's not. He's exploding upwards. So whether this whether this be a purple a purposeful hesitation right here to freeze up the tackle or he's reading the run first, I'm not sure. I, I'm not. I'm not in Memphis's D line room and and their game planning. But um, what he does again is one two. You're gonna see this, the right foot stab inside a little bit. So one two stab. Head fake stab, see right there, boom, stab inside. Now this is hard to necessarily see frame by frame, but you are gonna see the tackles like hit him get a little bit overextended. You see how he stabs right here, and now this tackle's left foot's gonna get locked into the ground. Watch, so he stabs inside. Now see how that's that. See how wide his feet are now, because he just took that extra second. So when the tackle when the tackle is going back and and they're working backwards and their momentum is going back and then you're going to stab inside what they're doing, what they're doing, even if they don't notice that they're doing it, depending, you know, if depending good tackle, bad tackle. Now they're transit tran transferring their weight from their right foot, going back on the right foot to their left foot. So now it's kind of like that extra, like the hesitation where you're, you're, their momentum is going backwards and forwards and that's what freezes the foot. So now the foot is frozen a little bit right there. Now he's at the extending even farther backwards. So now he's really not on balance. So stab, freeze that foot. Um, he gets inside of the pads right here. Huff gets his hands inside the pads and rips him down as he steps through. See his feet cross, step, rip down as he steps through. This is the clearest hips to be able to corner. Um, the quarterback gets rid of the ball, but I, I like I like the the jerk right here from him. So this is more of like a bull jerk with the, the, the stab, hesitation, whatever you want to call it, into the bull jerk. And uh, did he catch this? Yeah, he catches it. But again, good rush. He's right in the quarterback's face. An extra half a second, he, he's there. Spin in the run game. You're going to see pretty tight spin move from him um, on this play. So again, not necessarily sure if he recognizes this before the play. Um, or if he recognizes that he's 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 trying to get like sealed outside, kicked outside, um, and he notices the tackle and and how he's blocking it here, he probably at this point, if he you know he could notice easily that it's that it's a run play, unless he's really trying to jump set up for like play action like that, he's gonna guess that it's a run play. He sees this coming, shortens his stride with that left foot, chops down with the right right there. You see that this the, you can see the right right here. It's going to come down. What you're going to do on, on spin plays, like interior spin, is you're going to chop the outside because your spinning takes care of the left. Because if, you're, if he's going to shoot that left, it's going to hit the shoulder, the back, and it's just going to roll off of him. So, so the spin takes care of the inside, but you want to take care of the outside because if you spin um, or if he is able to catch you in the chest right here, he's, you're not going to be able to spin because you might grab your jersey, he might grab your shoulder pad, whatever it may be. So you want to take care of that, that outside hand. Tight step into him. Again, this is important. You don't want to see him like overstep this. So when you're doing a spin, you really like, like exactly what he's doing. You want to get tight into him. You want to split their, their stance um, with, with, that, um, with that inside foot. So you want to, you know, hesitation, whatever you're going to do, um, chop, throw that right, right between him and tight. You don't want to be too far outside. If you're too far outside, it lets, the, it lets them recover. It lets them, um, it lets them recover. You're not into their body. But when you're, when you're, when you're, th when you're at a tackle, when you think a guy's going to try to get the outside, you shoot your hand and the guy is like literally right on your freaking toes and he spins inside of you. You don't really have a lot of time to recover. So um, good job with a tight step inside. Good timing. Chop step. Nice spin. Like I said, that left hand takes care of the, uh, of the arm. Or the, I mean, sorry, the, the, the body takes care of that left arm from the tackle. Rolls them off of it. Tackle is completely off balance. Finds a running back, tackle. Really, really good play in the run game right there. Again, this just doesn't show up enough in the run game for me to think he's going to be relied on heavily in the run game. But really, really nice spin right there. And then he, immediately his eyes flash to the, to the running back, finds him, tackles him um, for the run stuff. Awesome play. Huff swipe. 
uh, looks like to the to, yeah, he's to the top. Again, pretty similar stuff. Good burst off the line. Stab inside with the left, freezes the tackle's feet a little bit. So he's gonna. So that same foot that he's gonna stab with, he's gonna explode to the outside with. So you see the, the angles here. So up the arc. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> I apologize. Um, so <clears throat> it's still happening. I drink water. Not gonna lie. Oh, I can't really lie. I'm on video. So angle up the arc, angle inside, freezes the feet, as you can see of the tackle, double swipe. Again, can't see where everything lands. Double swipe. Um, the, the, the tackle is able to get his hands on him and push him off balance, but he almost corners and almost gets to the quarterback. So again, good speed um good stab inside good playing of the angles right there to get outside of him so i'm comfortable with what his speed rush and his outside angles and things like that can develop into the next level i just want to see more to make him super effective so another scenario where he's in the bottom right here and the three-point stance and, he, and he's going to shoot the b gap as the corner blitz so what they're trying to do what their defense is trying to do right here um is obviously this tackle you know, if he if he's man, if he's locked on to, or even in this zone, um, a zone blocking scheme in terms of the pass protection. If he, if he is responsible for Huff, Huff shoots the B gap. What is the what is the tackle going to do? The tackle is going to carry him inside. You have this cat blitz right here from the slot corner. So pulling this tackle inside opens up and softens the edge for the cornerback. So this is really designed for the quarterback cornerback to get you know the pressure. He shoots inside. Obviously, the, the tackle opens up outside at first, tries to get back inside. So what is he going to do? Now he's reaching with his hands. Huff does the exact right thing he should do. He defeats those hands because now he's off balance. He's really – a lot of his weight is in those hands. So you chop down those hands, he's going to be off balance. You're going to be able to beat him. So good job with that cross chop. Powers through. Sack. So again, you're gonna see the explosion, and you're gonna see the the handwork here. So I, I like that I like that cross shop knifing um, across the right tackle's face, the power to 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 get through and completely clear himself, and then take down the quarterback. Good job. And it looks like he even well he dips his shoulder a little bit because he chops, but um, regardless, good job. And he gets the sack. Seventeen out of twenty-four. I really do think he makes the team um, in some capacity. I, I, I thought the rosters were 55 this year. I'm not sure if they're 55 this year or next year. Um, I'll have to figure that out before I do my 53, 55-man roster prediction. Again, next week. Um, oh, I didn't mean to do the housekeeping and stuff. I, I, I guess I'll do it mid-show. Joe RB31 on Twitter. Pierre Desir is coming next. Um, do your top 25 list. I'm going to be doing that with Kyle Smith either on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever it's going to be, somewhere around that time. Um, ratings, reviews, again. After we had another 20 reviews and ratings um, or ratings and reviews, the people who leave the reviews will be uh, entered into a random, a randomized list. And then uh, the person to win will get a free t-shirt um, and a year subscription to Jet X Factor. So again, it takes a lot of work. Uh, if you can just take 30 seconds of your time, literally, uh, it's appreciated a lot. So he is top. Again, solid playing the run game. So Comes off of the ball, rooting if it's going to be run. The tackle is – his base is too wide right here, the right tackle. That's that's You want a wide base. You don't want that wide of a base. So he's off balance. Um, Huff reads it. He reads the hands coming. Hands are coming. Swipe, clear himself. Swipe, step through. You really, really want to pair those hands and those feet. Swipe, step through. Read the play. He doesn't want to get too far inside because he doesn't know if this ball was handed off. He reads that it's not. Sees the running back with the ball, scrapes down the line, works down the line, gets on the tackle for the, for the run stuff. Good job. Has he, has he ripped? Oops, sorry. 
he's at the top again. Again, he's, he's mostly always in a three- or four-point stance. I have seen reps of him covering tight ends and dropping in his own coverage, though. So I think he can do that just to diversify um, what Greg Williams is doing. Obviously, you, you can't just do the same thing with the same guy every single time or uh, defense or offense or know how to react to it. It's not going to be super effective. So if he is a wide nine, a lot of these plays, and you think that the team might be running RPO, but he always blitzes. Maybe the quarterback's not going to key on him. He drops back into a shallow zone, picks the ball off. Like there's some things you could do, obviously. So, or there's some versatility offers. Comes off of the ball. Decent burst. Another hesitation. Stab with the left. Hands are going to shoot. Right, step through. Again, this is a lot of the same stuff. I really don't have to go into describing. I've already described this, this type of stuff a lot. So short and stride, short and stride. Stab. He knows the hands are going to come. He's going he's gonna to burst to the outside, clear his hips, throws the rip, power through that rip. This is when you see the guy like on, his, on, on people's backs and they're able to turn as tightly as they do, like this is like a, a two-yard corner with a guy on his back. I'm talking in terms of like him turning the, the corner right here. A two-yard corner with a guy on your back, really good corner, um, or cornering, gets the hit on the quarterback. So pretty similar, again, power through bend, you know, burst, a lot of things we've been talking about. Tackle for loss. Uh, bottom right here. Explosion. It's just straight explosion. So, again, you, you have this linebacker, DB, whatever he is, filling off the edge blitzing off the edge, whatever it is. So he's going to shoot um, this. Uh, it looks like it's, a, it's supposed to be like the C gap right here. Or maybe it is supposed to, supposed to be like the B gap. Steps since the first step is lateral. They're running like some pin, some pin and pull action with like a quarterback pin and pull. Um, the tight end is supposed to crack block him inside. The tackle's going to pull. So they're going to down block a lot of these guys, pull some guys to the outside, and then you're going to try to get outside on the on this defense. Um Unfortunately for Tulane, um, he's a little bit too explosive. And he gets right to the quarterback for the, for the tackle for loss. Again, there's not much to explain here. This is just explosion into the backfield. He, he is a freaking athlete. He, his, his athleticism is really nice for sure. Um, five plays left. All right. Huff tackle for loss. <laughs> again another scenario where he's lined up as like a call him a six i you can call him a five whatever in this scenario call him a five shoots the inside so he's crashing he's crashing down right here um again Again, because he has guy, he's a guy coming off of his outside, so he's not he's not really concerned about setting the edge. And typically, if obviously from a shotgun, they're always they're really going to always hand it off, and the quarterback's track is going to be the way my mouse is right now. So you have a little bit more, um, you could be a little bit more aggressive crashing down. Whereas if it was like single back um, or maybe pistol, it can go either way. So maybe you couldn't be as aggressive. So obviously, all different formations offer different things to both the offense and the defense. Here, for the ball is handed off, he obviously has to come to work to the quarterback um, to that mesh point. So you can shoot down a little bit more aggressively. He shoots. He's taking a good angle. He sees that 53 is pulling and is literally in his way. So he's going to get his left hand on. Again, because if he didn't get the left hand on and push him, he's going to have to work a little bit over to the left and then work to the running back where he's going to take an aggressive angle right here, get his hand on 53, who cares about you, push him out of the way, find the running back, eyes up, wraps him up, takes him to the ground. Again, so he's, he's trying to take this angle that he's on right now right to the mesh point or maybe a little bit higher than the mesh point because obviously the, the running back's momentum is going to be taking him this way. Um, so hand on the, the, the puller, push him out of the way, find the running back, eyes up, tackle. Good play. Blocked by tight end. All right, bottom of the screen. Again, the running game, I think he has enough power. Um, but, again, the short arms with stacking set, uh, shedding definitely worries me. Um, some of his recognition worries me at times. Uh, not, not overly worried. Honestly, I would like to see more of game film of him to say that completely. But um, I don't think he's going to be necessarily an asset in the run game. Read team on the bottom right here. 
comes off the ball. The tight end gets his hands inside. Is able to stand him up a little bit. Huff is never able to stand up the running uh, the tight end. He's never able to defeat the arms. You see that the, the the tight end is probably holding right here, but you'd like to see Huff explode more through him. Like this is more like a pat. This is more passive. If if a, if a tight end is going to block you, get right into his freaking chest, stack him, and 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 pull him right to the ground. But this is a little bit more passive, and he's he's not able to defeat the arms. He's not really able to pull a tight end off balance. Um, the quarterback takes the direct snap and runs outside of Huff, and Huff is is locked up by the tight end. So I want to see a little bit. I want to see him explode more through this tight end and and, and really stack him, um, and not necessarily got get you know get stood up by him. So three plays. Short arms is this one. All right, so I think he actually – so he's on the edge right here. He actually beats the, the right tackle, but you're going to see some of the tackle radius. Again, pretty similar way he wins. Short, Shorter strides, a little hesitation. Stab with the right. Tackle, tackles feet freeze. You can see his feet freeze right here. Shoots his hands. Double swipe. Rips through. But he's not able to secure the tackle. Again, just this inch matters. Like he's a little bit of a shorter tackle radius, kind of like Zuniga does. So you're going to see some guys, I think, in the NFL level get away from whether it be Mahomes, Russell Wilson, you know, et cetera, all these athletic quarterbacks that the NFL is transitioning into. I think you're going to see him miss some sacks that he probably should have made because of his his shorter arm, shorter, shorter, uh, shorter tackle radius. Power. All right. bottom all right so again you can see how like his his legs are thick his lower half is is thick um and comes off the ball decent burst this is a little bit of a change up from what we typically see i like that he so i like his hips right here that you can see him working at an angle if you find my mouse up the arc and then on his whatever third, fourth step, one, two, three. You see how his third step is now inside and towards him, and now his hips are flipping more to the inside. Gets his hands inside of the of the right tackle, lifts him up. So good leverage, hands inside, lifts him up. You see, obviously he has better leverage. He's a, he's a whole helmet below him. Now he's going to. It looks like his eyes go to the quarterback. He sees the quarterback hitches. So he knows he's not going to be able to get around this guy all the way up the arc and bend. He sees the quarterback hitch. He's going to use his momentum. So the fact that he's under the guy right now and pushing him backwards, this tackle's momentum is going backwards. So what he's going to do is now stop his momentum as he rips him to throw him towards the momentum that he's already going. So he's changing his angles while throwing the tackle um, momentum where it's already going. So good job with this. Stab, you see him sink his hips, sink the hips, break. So again, watch the tackle's momentum going backwards. He's trying to fight to stay, to, to, to keep, uh, continue to get backwards and, and, and uh, have balance. Huff takes advantage of it, sink, plant, rip down, and the quarterback scrambles. But again, good job flipping his hips, good job with the hands inside, good power to lift him, reads the quarterback, Drops his hips, plants hard, jerks him outside, and almost gets to him. Obviously, he does not because the quarterback scrambles. Last play. Again, told you I'm to be a little bit quicker with this one. Uh, punch. Through. Oops, sorry. It's like the fourth time I've done that. Or I go to drag it, and it, I clicked the wrong spot. Um, top of the screen. Good burst. Good burst. I'm not sure because that the ta this tackle again is not good. I don't know what his 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 game. He's he's a little bit late off, a little bit late to get into his into his kick slide, and he just leans hard into this. Like Huff is just working arms right now. That's really that's really all he's working. It's not it's not um what is it called? He's not really working the hip, the, working past the hips and the feet right here. It's really just the arms because he he bursts again. This is just speed. Like this, this speed affords him the the ability to just work the arms. If he was slower, the tackle probably wouldn't panic and would get outside of him. So you can see that burst off the line right here. 
tackle panics a little bit, just reaches out for it. Huff is going to, you see how you see his right arm, raise it over, chop, bend again. The, the, ta- the tackle radius, the shorter arms, he's not able to bring the tackle, bring the sack in. So that's a couple of times we've seen that. But again, the burst off the ball and the, and the chop right there is really nice. So you definitely, you definitely like to see that, you know, some of the things that he offers. Um, and again, for what, for where he was picked, I definitely like him. Um, I think he will be a, a rush specialist for the jets this year. And hopefully he gets four five, six sacks. Even, even if he's a guy who comes in for his career um, with the jets four five, six years, however long that is. And he's a guy who gets you four five, six, seven sacks a year, but he's only playing 20, 30, 40% of the reps. I'm fine with that. If we're undrafted guys. So I'm really interested, interested to see how, how he plays, how much he's using Greg Williams system, how he's used. I think he will be used as a wide alignment. Um, do some interior and stunts and stuff like that, but you're really going to put him outside to pull that tackle away and then hope he wins a one-on-one. You're giving him a one-on-one situation while aiding your guys inside and giving them more rooms on stunts and things like that. So I think that's how he'll be used primarily. Um, but definitely an interesting guy. You can see from the from the film um, and just obviously plays, you know, plays like this, like some, the speed he has, some of the outside moves he has, the ability for speed to power that he has, the thick um, trunk that he has uh, for that speed to power. Um, he has – and and he can add – cross chops because he can stop he can stop on a dime um he has the fluid hips to be able to move inside and and change his hips around he has the ability to speed the power so he has a lot of ability he's a little bit raw for sure where really he's only you only see him winning like uh consistently on outside moves and speed moves which is not going to work consistently in nfl obviously um so it's gonna be interesting to see him develop but obviously i i do like him um that is it for the show i will be back like i said you'll probably listen to this on friday when it, when it comes out it is Thursday night right now, um, but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever it is, Kyle, Kyle Smith will be, on, will be doing a top 25 Jets. Um, the roster ranked them from 25 all the way to one. See where we disagree. It's always a fun discussion. So if you are a big fan of the show, like I said, pull out your list and, and listen and see where we, where we disagree. It'll be, it'll be fun. So um, after that, I will be tr- I'll be doing more film reviews, obviously, but I will be trying to do a mailbag show and a call-in show. I don't know if it's going to be a call-in on Zoom where I give you the Zoom number, you call in, whatever, or if it's going to be like YouTube um, where you can do it like live and you can chat live. So even if you didn't want to um, join the show via telephone or, or Zoom, you could go onto YouTube and then you could, if you, if you have a YouTube account, there's a live chat in there. So I'll be talking and then you could, you could be typing underneath and say, Hey Joe, what about this or whatever? And I can, I'll answer it on YouTube. So I got to trigger, I'll try to figure out how I'm going to do that setup, but that will happen um, along with more film reviews. So I appreciate everybody for listening. Two minutes of time, go drop a review and a rating on, on the podcast app. If you have the podcast app, if you are on YouTube, whatever, subscribe, like uh, share it with people who enjoy it. Um, and that's really it. So I appreciate everybody for listening and I will see you guys again in a couple of days.